Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. I'm going to continue addressing all times of day because who knows when it is or what day it is. Um, but thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig, and today we are joined by a very special guest. It's Arizona Coyotes GM Bill Armstrong. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us from your da- just down the road. <laughs> yes, just down the road in, in, in beautiful Australia. It's been uh, great to see you guys every day and uh, and on their trip over here. It's been great. We'll see if you're saying that in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so- still undefeated right now and we're still in first place. So it's uh... perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, well, speaking of the trip over, how did you find the 15 and a half hour flight? Yeah, well, I, I'm uh, on the way over. I was able to get some great sleep, but I slept the majority of, of the trip over. So by the time I woke up, it was, we're almost there. So um, they, they did an amazing job on the flight. Uh, they just pampered us pretty good on the way over. So, uh, but, I, but I feel like all our players and all our staff got great rest on the way over. Um, and, uh, we were on this fly kit, uh, it actually, and, and all you do in the fly kit is you just eat, I ate about 17 meals in about 24 <laughs> hours. And apparently you feel great. So, and took, and took some of these, uh, melatonin and, uh, and some vitamin uh, mixtures in your coffee. And, and I don't know, we, we felt we've, we've dealt with the jet lag pretty well. We've had two great practices and, uh, guys are up and moving around. And so it's, it's been, it's been great. Thanks for taking care of the media as well, because we we also slept very well, yeah. and <laughs> some of us at least ate very well. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, not going to name they, anybody, but yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what you're implying. Oh. No, it was it was it was an incredible flying experience. Yeah. Like I I could yeah. do that again. I'm a big fan of Qantas now. Yeah, they're really good. Um, they they just they they had it set up uh, when we came on there and just. It, it was it was just a great trip so far. So we'll see on the way back, right? Uh, the way back, I guess, a little bit tougher with the jet lag, but uh, on the way on the way here, it was smooth. Yeah. yeah, you would know better than anyone as a scout. So since you hit the ground, and I know you haven't been here that long, have, yeah. have you been able to do anything fun since you arrived here? Well, I, I think fun. <laughs> you know, we're we're doing a little bit of work and trying to uh, you know and, and see a little bit of the sights, but but. Uh, you know, work first. Uh, we, we still got to make sure the team's prepared, make sure everything's going uh, in the right direction. Um, you know, at the same time, we're still watching the games that are going back in North America. The rookie games just finished. So, um, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done here as you're over here. Um, I, I think it's a great time for your staff to kind of have dinners together and go out for walks and kind of see the culture and kind of talk to the people around the rinks when you're in. You know, you, you got to um, you get a great understanding about just uh, how they like hockey over here and some of the other sports that they love. So it's uh, uh, getting to, low, to, 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 I guess, to know some of the locals um, just, just through your small little interactions is probably the best thing that uh, on most trips. Yeah, it's really cool. It's been, it's been a cool experience for us, too. Um, let's talk a little bit about the camp that's going on on the ice. And we want to get your impression of some of the younger guys, more specifically Logan Cooley, Dylan Gunther, and Sean Dersey. What have your impressions yeah. been of those three guys so far? Well, you know, Guns has a little bit of experience from being here last year. So he's got that that that, that kind of look in his eye where he's, he's, he's trying to make a difference and he – he he wants to make a club. You can just you can just see it in him. You know he's come back bigger, stronger, and faster, and a little bit more experienced. So he's he's just chomping at the bit to play. So 
Um, and Logan Cooley's, you know, he's <laughs> for him. Sometimes it's, you know, he's, it's all new. Um, so he's, he's, he's a little wide eyed at times. Uh, <laughs> he finally got settled into practice today and he was, he was really, really good today. Um, that was a, a step in the, in the right direction for him. Um, you know, and, and uh, Mr. Dursey is, is somebody that's excited to be here. Um, he knows that we wanted him. We traded for him. Uh, we went and got him. And uh, he's excited to be here because he knows there's a good fit for him. He's got a chance to maneuver on our power play and our top unit. Uh, he's very excited. And you can feel a lot of that excitement in the air from, from the majority of guys that, that have come in this year. With Logan in particular, Bill, um, you mentioned him being wide-eyed. There's there's probably a lot of nerves, a lot of energy, maybe even yeah. some wasted energy. We were watching him on the bench, and he was just like hopping up and down. Uh, he was very anxious to get out there. Yeah. I, how do you I, do you do you even do anything to help a guy get get through that, or you just let it ride, let him figure it out on his own? Uh, some of it is 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 just him figuring out his own through trial and error. Um, you know, and, and going through experiences and succeeding and failing and, and kind of figuring it out that way. I think what we try to do is, is you know, obviously in, in our environment, we're a pretty friendly organization uh, from coach to myself. So we always try to make sure that, you know, he's relaxed. He knows that he's wanted and, and uh, try to have a good in, a work environment around him to kind of bring him along. Um, and, and I think a lot of that is, you know, just, uh, making sure that they, we get good veterans around him. He's living in a good place, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, coaches and that are, are, are nurturing him and trying to bring him along and, and get him up to speed at the NHL level. So it takes time, you know, it can't be done overnight, but it's, um, it's a process where you can see his talent and you can see the impact that he's going to have uh, on our team and uh, just trying to bring that out as much as we can in his first year. Bill, I know you've been to some events already. The NHL obviously is doing a lot to promote the games here, as is the the local promoter, the one on the ground here in Australia. Yeah. We saw you in front of a streetcar yesterday in front of Parliament. Um, but when you look at outside the Coyotes, when you look at big picture of the sport itself, yeah, what's the value of something like the Global Series? Well, it's huge. I, I think there's, you know, in Europe, you know, hockey's been around for a long time. Um, and in Australia, you know, there's there's not a lot of people playing hockey. So it's a great chance to grow the sport uh, over here, get people excited about them. And listen, when you build rinks, hockey players automatically appear, you know. So um, they've in, in Australia has already produced one. Um, so if, if, if we can just build more rinks over here and kind of get that growth started, um, mm -hmm. it could be huge. It could be a huge market for hockey. Go ahead. So we reached out to some of our um, Coyotes diehards for PHNX to ask them what yeah. they wanted to ask you. Um, and we got a fun range of questions. So the first one right. comes from Caleb, and this one's a little off the wall, but it's very Caleb. <laughs> it's way off the wall. Um, right. So Caleb said, feel like we need to know his take on koala bears um, and if he thinks he could take on a kangaroo in a fight. <laughs> that, is, that is awesome. Koala bears are the cutest things in the world. Um, I didn't know that they're stoned for, I think, uh, the majority of their life. Um, <laughs> I wasn't aware of that fact. And I guess from, from, from what I've heard, they don't smell great. Um, you know, when, when, when they had the brush fires, the only thing we were concerned about within Canada when I was you know, going through there was the koalas. You know, they had the bush fires over here. The koalas were getting 
you know, uh, just just taken out because of them. And there was a big uproar about, you know, we've got to protect the koalas. So they, they were talking about them. And I wasn't aware that they, they're pretty much stoned their entire life. And, uh, <laughs> and they eat the eucalyptus uh, leaf, and I guess that knocked them out pretty good. So there's a fun fact for you. Uh, kangaroos are, I think they're pretty tough. Um, they're everywhere here. Uh, I know they have a, a huge population of kangaroos. I'm looking forward to seeing a few of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but you don't want any part of a kangaroo in a fight, I take it. I don't. I, I've done my sparring with my hands. You know, I'm, I'm more of a GM. It's more with my mouth now, you know, so it's uh, it's less with the hands. All right. Sure. Let me let me read the second one from this one comes from Mike Gold. Uh, at this stage in his development, how realistically close to NHL action do you think Josh Doan is? And what do you feel his ceiling could be as a player? Josh obviously just had yeah. a very good rookie. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was so proud of Josh at the end of the year. You know, he he came in and played for us in the American League. And uh, that, to me, is a huge step for kids when they come out of college and they go to the American League anywhere from, you know, five to 15 games and get underneath their belt. It is a huge factor in their development because they realize, oh, my God, how good is this league? I'm down here, you know, <laughs> they, like this. I'm playing against men down here and and it just sets them up for success because they go home in the summer and they just start training harder and they, they realize, listen, I've got to make some growth. You know, it's hard enough playing in the American league. Can you imagine what the NHL is going to be like on the other side of that? So it's really a, it's really a, a growth for them. And, and he's taken huge advantage of that. Um, he's come in and had an unbelievable uh, rookie camp um, in, in the rookie games. I think he had uh, over seven points, I think, in three games there. He was dynamite. So, and that's just, that is just, that, that, that's credit to him on how hard he's worked on getting stronger and bigger and, and just working his game. So really, really happy for Josh. He deserves that. Um, and you never know, you know, you never know during the season, you know, uh, we, we could take a look at him. Um, he's certainly taken a step towards that for sure. I know you, you don't want to, take too much away from the rookie face off. It's three games, right? It's a yeah. small sample and the, the setting and all that, but it beats the alternative, right? The guy put up seven points in those three games. It beats the alternative yeah. of doing nothing, right? Well, it does. I mean, it shows you that, that, that the player has trained hard in the summer and he's, and he's taken a, a step in his growth, you know? And uh, uh, so it's, it, for, for us, it's just, it's a positive sign and, and it gets him in, in the door into main camp in a positive way. And now he's got, now he's got some, you know, some points to go with it to show what he's done. So um, it's been, it's been really a positive um, uh, camp for him and uh, we're excited to see him and, and get him in a couple exhibition games and see where, uh, see where he's at. All right, last question from our diehards. Um, Luke asks, have you ever had a situation like this with such a disjointed camp? Is it hard for you to not be able to have live viewings with this week of camp at home? Uh, it's, it's a good question. Um, well, the good news is that the video department, as soon as the game's over, they send it to me. <laughs> so so we're, we're on it right away, and, and we're talking to our people on the ground there, uh, uh, John Ferguson's and uh, Daryl Plandowski's and Ryan, our, our scouts, and about how the progress of the player is and how they're playing. So it's it's still like you, you get feedback and you still have that feel of who's playing well and who's not and and what's going on. So it's um, it's a little bit disjointed. You're right because you're way off the time zones, but um, I feel like we're still getting a good feel from what's going on back there. So 
Um, it's uh, it's certainly an interesting camp because you're playing games and you're playing games here, uh, and you got a massive amount of bodies in camp too. So it's it's a little odd, but uh, I've liked it so far. So, Bill, we debuted something today at uh, the O'Brien Ice House called Coyotes Camp Confidential. Um, we asked the players a series of questions, about five questions, and they're they're pretty off the wall, kind of like the koala yeah. question that came <laughs> earlier. I love those questions. All right. Well, that's good because we're going to throw five of them at you. We're going to call this like the executive slash coaches edition of Coyotes Confidential or Camp Confidential. Perfect. Let's start with this. I know the, the guys just uh, are going out and playing some golf while they're here. Who is yep. the best – and worst golfer in the front office? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, the best. Uh, I think we're all tied for the worst. Uh, <laughs> there's Now, I came from a golfing culture in St. Louis, and uh, they were all really, really good. Um, you know, I can tell some jokes out there. I can, you know, make it look like I can show, I show up with the, you know, looking sharp and with the best clubs. Um, and, and looking like I know how to play golf and can tell a few funny jokes and can, can be good at times, but, but not an overall game. So I can kind of bluff my way. So I wouldn't say that I'm the worst golfer um, on the staff, but, you know, maybe we should have a tournament to find that out. You know, we, we could have a, uh, I know probably uh, Kevin Peterson on the amateur staff is probably the best golfer on, on the uh, hockey op side. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Next question. Obviously, we just had the flight over here, and it always gets me thinking about pet peeves I have when I when I fly and travel. So I'm curious, what's your biggest either flying or airport pet peeve that when you see it, you're just you get so mad? Well, I'm I, I sit in the uh, you know in the on the aisle seat all the time just to get as much room as I can for my shoulders. It's the person that has the backpack on that's sitting close to you and he's trying to get his, his luggage that he's, you know, obviously the roll, the rolling, uh, the rolling luggage. And he's trying to put that up, up top. And he has that backpack on. And when he turns, he hits you right in the face. That's, that's my biggest annoyance. So what I do, and when I was a scout, I knew it was coming. So I'd actually grab the backpack like that and I would just hold it out, you know, so I wouldn't get hit and just kind of, you know, but yeah, there's some people that just don't have spatial awareness, and uh, and the majority of those people are the ones that have the backpack on. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, we're here in Melbourne. This is obviously an unusual spot to host a global yeah. series. It's cool. We're all loving it. Yeah. But if you could play a global series anywhere else in the world, where would you choose? Well, I haven't been to Spain, so I think we should do one in Spain. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, we're both in on that one. I think that's where we got to go next. You know, um, there's a lot of Coyote fans there, so I think we have to go there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're going to have to sell that one. Oh, boy. Um, but last one from the series. Did, did you have a chance to go on the zoo trip on Monday? No. Um, okay. Sometimes as the GM, you don't get invited to the fun places, you know. Um they, they, they don't, they don't want you around. It's like your dad hanging around and, you know, when you were a kid sometimes, you know, you don't, you don't want your kid, you don't want you to bring your dad to the mall when you're like 15, you know, you just don't do that. So, Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. I, I didn't, but I heard it was a hit. I heard the boys loved it. So, um, and you know, they were trying to stay awake. So, to, you know, to kind of fight a little bit of that jet lag and yeah. kind of get to, to, to bed at the right time. So they wake up at the right time. So they did that and they went to a big team dinner. So it's been, I know the, the guys have just been great. They've enjoyed their time. So they've got a few other bonding expeditions today and uh, um, it, it should help with our team. 
Awesome. Yeah. So do you have a favorite zoo animal, by the way? <laughs> and if so, why? Ooh, that's a great question. Pr probably a little bit of the gorillas, you know, like, you know, they're just such so, so much power, you know? Um, yeah. And, and they've, and they've got, they've got this little family circle where they just love each other too, you know? Um, so I like, I like that. Uh, they're, they're probably my favorite polar bear too. You know, I can't yeah. beat the polar bear. He's a beast. So, um, <laughs> but I haven't been to the zoo in a long time. So, you know, I, um, you never know. I could end up going to the next couple of days. So, yeah. If you get an invitation, that is. <laughs> if I get an invitation, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm, so I, I want to ask you a serious yeah. question before we let you go here. I know you got a lot to do, so thank you once again for joining us. But when you look down the road to the end of this week, to the end of this trip to Melbourne, yeah. what do you hope the team, the coaches, everything, the in the entire organization comes away with when they get back on that plane? Well, there's a human element to our game, you know, and I've always felt like if you know the person to the right or left of you and, and you, you know them well, you'll, you'll care for them. And if, if you care for those people, you'll fight a little bit harder for, 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 for the people beside you because you know and love them. And uh, that's some of the, that's the hardest thing to kind of create on a team at times. Now, winning really helps, obviously, uh, mm -hmm. to get you bonded, but... I think, you know, there's other ways too. And to get to know your, your, your teammates is a huge thing. And here we are, you know, on this trip, I, I want to, hopefully our team can come up with a couple wins. Um, we can come, come out bonded, uh, guys know each other and they're just, they they want to play as hard as they can for each other moving forward into the regular season. So that's what I hope comes out of this. Awesome. Well, Bill, thanks so much for your time. I know you got a busy day and uh, looking forward to catching up with you more as the week goes on. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, it's great seeing you guys here. Thank you very much for coming over. Uh, it's been a blast. So, so, uh, so you know, just in the small time we've been here, but looking forward to getting our two wins and getting home. Absolutely. <laughs> All, All right, right thanks, Bill. Thanks so much. Thanks guys. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you again to uh, Coyotes GM Bill Armstrong for joining us. Um, busy schedule, but it was really great that he. We were thinking, oh, maybe later in the week, yeah. and he was like, "Nah, I'll come on I'm today." Good today, so we were we were thrilled about that. Thank yeah. you again um, to Bill Armstrong for joining us. I know the one thing that's kind of hanging over all of us this week is we're really missing Petey. Um, do wish he was here. We did touch base with him this morning. Um, yeah, you know, he sounds happy. Craig and I, we, really. we talk about our, our travels abroad, our taste in food. PD, he's, he's a simpler guy, you know? Um, and, and at the end of the day, one thing about PD is he always loves to enjoy a wink. He loves to crack open a wink and unwind because we all know PD's a little bit anxious and that's okay. It's who he is. But honestly, since he's discovered wink, it's really, really just helped him at the end of the day, calm down. Sometimes, you know, that feeling where you just... You just feel edgy. Mm. And that's what's great about Wink because it's just a wink of THC. So it doesn't even get you that high. It just helps bring you down. And that's what's so great about it. And because it's a seltzer form, it can be a social drink. Um, if you're around people who are drinking alcohol, you can drink the Wink. It's great. And it comes in delicious flavors as well. So right now you can get Wink in 2.5 milligrams or 5 milligram cans. And you can find Wink I was right here in Arizona, right there in Arizona. Um, look for Wink at all Sunday good dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. They're now in 12 states nationwide and even recently launched online ordering and home delivery to about a dozen others to find the fastest way to get your hands on one go to drinkwink.com i wonder if pd can find wink in connecticut 
He's in Bristol right now. As he we know, is. For ESPN meetings. I um, don't know. Is it legal there? I don't know, actually. I actually don't know. Even though I went to school. <laughs> it's been a long time, obviously, since I left school. If you want to make a joke about that, now's the time. No, I'm all go. I'll avoid it. <laughs> I'll avoid it. Yeah, but Petey's in dreary Connecticut right now, so maybe he could use a wink right now. Yeah. Um, well, I... You know, the, th the weird thing about being here is it's Tuesday for us, but it was all morning. It was Monday night at home and still not used to this Monday night football going on. And I, again, I keep getting all of these push alerts from BetMGM. Like this is boosted. Try this bet on this. And I'm like, I want to, but I can't. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting home and placing some wagers on BetMGM, especially with football season. Um, and when we get back, I mean, hockey's two weeks away at that point. <laughs> NFL, NBA, MLB, it's getting to the best time of the year for MLB as well. Um, so always just a ton of great stuff to bet on over at BetMGM. And if you haven't signed up yet, use the bonus code PHNX when you do, and you can place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. You receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details. And I'm going to try not to mess this up today, Craig. <laughs> and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit MGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right. Well, day two of camp in mm -hmm. the books. Uh, Bill Armstrong covered a little bit of it. And let's kind of start with one of the people he talked about, and it's Logan Cooley, yep. um, who had his second ever day of NHL training camp. Um, as we mentioned yesterday, he's on the bench, bouncing up and down, tons of nervous energy. Um, had the chance to speak with Andre Tourney today after practice as well. And he... Craig has a, a big story coming on Logan Cooley later in the week, so stay tuned for that at gophnx.com. But Bear mentioned kind of what Bill said, which is that day one, kind of wide eyes, a little mm -hmm. bit nervous energy today, a lot more settled. And I mean, you have to imagine how overwhelming it is to be on an international trip like this, Thank let you, alone exactly. it being your first NA ever NHL training camp. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like that's to be expected with Logan. Yeah, no question. Like, I, And you look at how chaotic his summer has been. Uh, but, and I'm going to get into some of that in the yeah. story, but this guy that we thought was going back to, oh, well, we had an inkling that he was going to be here anyway. But, but there was there was a stretch where but, we thought there was okay, no way. he's going back to the yeah. University of Minnesota, and suddenly now he's a, he's an NHL pro, and he's hopping on a flight to Melbourne <laughs> after playing a game in the rookie face In Vegas. And, and after multiple other events. So Crazy. Yeah, it, 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 it it's probably nice for Logan Cooley simply to be in one place yes. for a, an extended period of time, which he'll get now in Melbourne. And then again, when they go home. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's one kind of note from camp. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have a guy like Jason Zucker, who's a veteran presence. And, you know, we've talked about his role is not just going to be on the ice, but leadership uh, on the ice in practice and in the locker room. And we actually, I feel like we really got a good sense of that today. Mm -hmm. um, I think all you and me and Patrick Brown, we all kind of pointed out that he was kind of taking that role on the ice. I saw him talking to Dylan Gunther a lot um, specifically on the ice, but yeah, you, you, you really get to see it firsthand him taking on that mentorship role. Yeah. And it's, again, we, we, we've hammered this point home, but when you look at the people that Bill Armstrong, we just had on as brought in to this team, 
talk about a quality group of yeah. leaders. It's and and I know like people looked at it last year and like, yeah, they had too much leadership. They were too good, but. I think this. I still think this pays dividends down the road. Yes, you want those marquee players through the draft, but creating the right culture, and I know that that word gets overused a lot in this league, but when it's the right culture, you really notice it, and we're really seeing it around this team, and a guy like J- Jason Zucker is only going to help that grow. Yeah, absolutely. A um, couple other notes from camp. First of all, I know people have been clamoring for defensive pairs. Um, so you gave them to them. So I I really paid attention today. And again, until honestly, until the first game of the regular season is played, none of this fully means anything. But I know people want to know. Um, so I kept an eye on the drills today. And these are the pairs that I observed. Um, and the first one was J.J. Mosier and Matt Dumba together, which I think Obviously, Matt Dumba came in late in the game here, um, but he's clearly a number one guy. But J.J. Mosier was that other name that we mentioned as the potential number one here. Um, so really cool to see them get time together. Yeah, I, I kind of think that's going to be the top pair, at least for a while. Yeah. Like if it's disastrous. Yeah. Like remember, we've talked about how the coaching staff really wanted to put Nicholas Yalmerson and Oliver ekman yeah. Larson together, and then it just didn't work. But I think they're going to try and play these two guys together. First, first of all, one one of the benefits that you, we were talking about today at practices, you have the lefty righty split, and and I really think it matters. Yeah, I really think it matters, and a lot of coaches really would prefer that for a, a lot of reasons, like making passes at the offensive blue line. If you're if you're on your backhand, it's not going to get there as fast, and space and time matters so much in this league. So there's a lot more that you can do when you have that righty lefty split, and they had it. And you can talk about the other pairs now because. Yeah, they all had it. Yep. So the next one was Valamaki and Jersey. And I think before Dumba came in, we were thinking, could, you know, it'd it be a Jersey Moser situation. Right. Um, I think for Moser to get the chance to be with a more experienced player like Dumba could benefit him. Um, but Valamaki, Jersey, I mean, that's a young, a young pairing, but it is an I, intriguing it, one. It, it's intriguing. I wonder, like, I want to see how PD has mentioned this before, uh, how LA plays a different system that really shields its defensemen more, you know, really through the neutral zone than, than the Coyotes play. The Coyotes are more aggressive. So can a guy like Yusuf Valamaki protect Sean Ger- Jersey well enough for that pair to, to uh, succeed? We're, we're about to find out. I think we'll get some looks at it anyway. Yeah, especially this weekend in the games. I think, yeah. I think the lines that they put together this weekend could be a telltale sign, especially going back to the, the point we keep repeating this week is that this is pretty much the main roster so now Mm -hmm. they have almost an advantage of you know maybe getting to gauge chemistry a little earlier than other teams um third pair stetcher and brown kind of yeah that that one i feel like we predicted on the board like three months ago Uh, but that one just seems to fit they they were together when stetcher was still here right yeah and i could see that uh i could see that pair being out there when you're trying to hold leads right to defend Troy Stetcher showed has shown a lot on the defensive side of the puck and that's not how he came up as an NHL defense but he's really elevated that side of his game I could see those guys being one of those pairs that they use if they're trying to protect a lead late in games yeah absolutely and then the last pair um and obviously there won't be eight defensemen in the rotation and this is kind of where it gets interesting is we did see Travis Dermott and Victor Soderstrom together and that's one of those where you have to imagine one of them is going down or it's hard for me to say because we have that thing in the back of our head that Andre Turney will use seven defensemen so 
is it possible? It's really unusual to keep eight defensemen on an NHL roster. So I still have to think it's going to be seven guys. So we'll see how that all shakes out. I it, Look, I don't even think you can say that the pair above them is safe if these guys play really well. Yeah. I think Josh Brown is one of the few guys that brings a physical presence, so that helps. But Troy Stetcher, even though he's got the veteran presence, I mean, if these guys play really well, if Travis Dermott shows he can come back, from those awful concussion issues that he had, you know, yeah. maybe he can make a mark here again. And on that note, we might as well mention this. Travis Dermott left the ice today and did not return. He left fairly early in practice. Yeah. We saw him sitting by the benches, but I, I, I don't know yet if, if he's okay. I, I suspect there's going to be more tests going on there before we find out what's wrong with Travis Dermott. Hopefully, hopefully for a guy that's dealt with what he's dealt with. Seriously. This is just a minor blip and he'll be able to get back in action soon. Yeah. More to come, obviously. Um, we'll track that as the week progresses. But like you said, you yeah. really hope a guy like him, it's it's okay because he's really come, overcome a lot of adversity. And this really felt like a fresh – I mean, I feel like coming to play for the Arizona Coyotes is a fresh start for a lot of players. And it kind of serves a lot of those kinds of players well. So It has, yeah. I really hope that that's the case for Travis Dermott and this isn't anything that's going to affect him long term. I want to go back to one other note because I we, we didn't mention this, but we were talking about it at practice today with Jason Zucker. We saw a little bit of Jason Zucker, Logan Cooley, and Dylan Gunther. And the I, dad line. <sighs> nobody has nobody has tweeted or messaged me with a better idea for that line. I I'm intrigued by that line. I think that's got a lot of offensive potential, obviously, but you also have Zucker there to protect and guide these guys as he was doing today on the ice. Could that be your second line? I don't know. I don't, again, we're going to, we're going to see a lot of experimentation, but I'm fascinated. And I know our diehards want to see Dylan Gunther play higher in the lineup. Yes. They've been screaming that from the rooftops yes. <laughs> for a long time. So maybe it is funny though, because I, for, for months it's like, Oh, we just want hockey. We just want hockey. Two practices. I'm like, give me the game on Saturday. Yeah. Like, I need it. Um, and I'm sure they feel that way too. I feel like sometimes you just want to play the games early, but I, we can really see what they roll out um, on Saturday. And then also what they roll out Saturday versus Sunday, what changes they make. Mm -hmm. Those are all things um, that we'll be following along. And, and that's, what's going to make this weekend of games really interesting and, and intriguing. Yeah. Aside from Rod Laver arena and seeing what it's like inside, which is going to be cool. You know, aside from being in Australia. Yeah. And that too. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Do, do we mention we're in Australia? Um, by the way, I would love someone to set the over under on how many coffees Craig and I will consume this week. It's a lot so far and it is, um, day two. And there will be one more right after the show. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. We, uh, I woke up at five 30, which feels lucky compared to Craig's 4am wake up. Feel fine though. But it's, it's funny because just... at practice, everyone we talk to, oh, I woke up at four. Oh, right. I woke up at four 30. I woke up at five. So just... still adjusting a little bit. Not bad. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, like we mentioned, it's the best time of year for sports right now coming up. Um, and sometimes it's hard to think about where do I watch this? Where do I watch this? And this is what is so great about Fubo TV because it's all of your favorite sports shows, movies, and news channels all in one place. 140 plus live channels of all of those things. No cable. You can stream live TV from any device. And you also have a thousand hours of cloud DVR and no extra charge to watch all your favorite college football and the NFL and whatever it is you love to watch with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash PHNX to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Craig, one of the things I like to do on the show is give out ideas for people to 
eat at, in Tempe before Coyotes games. And mm. we, we talk about mm. illegal pizza all the time. We talk about Four Peaks. Yeah. But there's one other that I think kind of flies under the radar as an amazing, amazing spot. And that's the Spaghetti Shack. Like They feed us all the time. They feed us all the time. You can never go wrong with spaghetti. And I have to say their meatballs are some of the better meatballs they really, I've had. You know what's crazy? Like, Let's just tell them we get fed at the office fairly often um, and Spaghetti Chef yes. does feed us. And I like the spaghetti, but sometimes when they bring the garlic bread and they bring the meatballs, I just make a meatball sub with the yes, sauce. Yes, that's, 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 that's a really so good, good use of meatballs. Yep. Yeah. So check it out. Um, they just opened a brand new location in August at ASU. So again, really close to Mullet great place to stop by before or after a game um and you know it's asu alum owned and operated which is really cool um it's a community focused to go concept in tempe and queen creek so stop by spaghetti shack today if you're in arizona if you're listening but we'll have to get some when we get back Mm -hmm. file it under uh it's funny it's like you're so excited to go somewhere new and try the food but sometimes you really it doesn't make you appreciate what you have at home um well we got to talk to Bill Armstrong a little bit about what was going on back in the U.S. Yeah, you um, knew he'd be watching somehow. That just cracks me up. We're like, we're a day later and, you know, insane time change. But yeah, he's still going to watch. The of, course games, yeah. of course he is. Of course he is. And yeah, I, I, it was kind of hard for me and Craig to follow along just with, like you mentioned, the day change. Clearly not a good excuse since Bill Armstrong was watching the games. Um, but Mike Gold, shout out Mike Gold. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Because he not only watched the games and kind of analyzed them, but he compiled the stats from the weekend of games for the rookie tournament in Vegas. Um, and here they are. So the scoring breakdown is Josh Doan. He led all the Coyotes rookies in this tournament with four goals, three assists. Connor Geeky also had a really strong tournament, three goals, three assists. Can I say it? Yes, just for, this is just for Major Nelson yes. so that he knows that I've cemented in my brain yes. the correct pronunciation. It's Akuratu. One goal, two assists. I got to say it like Yanni Kibiharu told me every time. So, Well, can I say the next one? Sure. Maximilian Zuba. He said it right. Three assists. Zuba. Three assists. Maverick Lamoureux, two assists. McDonald, uh, is that one goal? Elliot, one goal. Cooley played, of course, just one, one, game. one game, one assist. And then Lutz, one assist. Uh, so that's kind of the the statistical recap of the rookie camp. But I think we should circle back around to, to Josh Doan. And, and yeah. Bill mentioned it really shows the work that he put in this summer with his training and his regiment. And it's funny because yesterday um, we've met a lot of people here involved in the Australian ice hockey league. Yeah, from every level, all the way every up level. kids to and, pro. And somebody said to me, I really wish Josh Doan was yeah. here in Melbourne. Um, so it's just cool that it's, he kind of transcends and obviously has the Doan name. But, um, I mean, you look at how he performed in the rookie tournament and you think, like, if you maybe could have brought in three more guys, like, is he one of the guys you bring with? I don't know. It's, it's Yeah, I, I would think he's near the top of the list. But, of course, you also want to be able to fill out the, ro- the rosters for that coming day when they have three games on one day. And you want to be able to give people in those other markets at least a taste. Maybe, maybe you don't care so much about the group that travels to St. Louis, although I think that's going to be the AHL group. But you want to have some guys in Wichita that you can sell on, you know, Here's some guys to watch in the future of the Coyotes organization. That's true. So I get why they're not here. Like I said to Bill, there's you can't take too much away from this rookie faceoff. First of all, it's it's not all the teams in the league. It's only three games. They're playing against other rookies. Sometimes it's camp invitees. So there's there's a lot of yeah buts 
that go into this evaluation. At the same time, you want your guys to dominate offensively, right? It's it's better than just saying, yeah, they, they were okay. You want them to put up a well, lot of points. That's good. And you yeah. want your higher draft picks to do that. And I think the fact that Josh Stone and Connor Geeky were mm-hmm. the two point leaders in this tournament is is good. That's They yep. should be the best of their group especially if you're playing against people of your age if it's all rookies then you need to rise above and say hey of the the rookies i'm in the top three and i feel like josh doan and connor geeky kind of did that for themselves and from the sound of it josh doan already took on a leadership role which he should be doing as well and it's no surprise coming from that family that he's just a natural born (laughs) leader but we're seeing some of that as well I'm going to catch up with Lee Stepniak, the the Coyotes Director of Player Development, a little later this week to dive a little more into this because sometimes statistics don't tell the whole story of of what a player is doing. Most of the time they don't, let's be honest. But we'll we'll get a a better evaluation of in the future. But it's a pretty good showing for the Coyotes at the rookie faceoff. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we'll have to see how the rest of camp progresses. I mean, we're – Training camps here in Melbourne, but it's also going on in yeah. Arizona. And then they're all going to integrate. And then they're going to have to somehow come together. So, again, it's funny before the show, Craig and I were just talking about we've been so focused on this week. It's like, oh, when we go back, like training camp is it's yeah. still going on, and, and there's still a lot of storylines there. Um, so it will be really interesting to see how uh, everything shakes out with that yeah the other player that got a lot of mention and again I'm, I'm i want to dive into this from, from the people that are trained in player evaluation but we've been saying this all along max zuba 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 is ahead of schedule well once again he looked really solid apparently in this in this tournament when i look at the guys you know aside from the you know the the usual call-ups that you expect to get time from tucson you know the guys that are there in some sense for that reason. When you look at the prospects, a guy like Josh Doan and a guy like Max Zuber, I could see both of these guys getting NHL games at some point. Listen, everybody's blue line goes through through injuries. It just happens, unfortunately. I mean, I, I hope it's not serious, but Travis Dermott already left the ice on day, day two, two of camp. Yeah. You need depth on your blue line. I got a feeling Max Zuber is going to get a look, both for that reason and because he just continues to impress so this is a really good storyline to watch for the Coyotes. I, I'll, I'll probably dive into Max Zuber a little more in detail uh, as we get going in the season. But again, also Josh Doan. Like when, when he reported to the AHL, we talked about, is it too soon? Should he have stayed another year at ASU to develop? And then he fit in. He, he looked good. Steve Poffin really liked what he saw from him. And now he goes to the rookie faceoff and puts up seven points in three yeah. games. So good signs. Again, not definitive signs, but good signs from some of your top guys, like Leah said. Well, and now it's exciting because now we get to see a full year of Josh Stone in Tucson. I mean, who knows? Maybe he gets a call up this season. You never know. Um, But just to see what he can do in a full game schedule in the AHL and how he fits into that lineup down there, um, it'll be interesting. And I'm sure, you know, we'll continue to catch up with Steve Potvin and for our down the I-10 check-ins throughout Mm -hmm. the season. Or we'll just go down there. Yeah. I mean, El Charo and the Tucson Illegal Pete's. By the way, the reason the Tucson Illegal Pete's is so good is because it's two stories. See, I have not been in that Illegal Pete's. Really? I need to go there. The bar, there's a bar downstairs and I know upstairs. the players love, like the, the Roadrunners, that's their place. That's the I used to, I yeah. used to see Roadrunners players, and yeah. not just the Roadrunners players, the visiting AHL that's teams, awesome. I would. they were all there. This isn't even an Illegal Pete's ad read. <laughs> this is just me <laughs> saying this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
anyway um craig do you have any other final kind of hockey thoughts before we no let's just get going i mean I, i think people know that i've got content coming we talked a little bit on the last show um gonna sort of break camp down into tiers i'm gonna bill mentioned that there's other team building exercises i'm gonna be writing about one in particular actually Leah and I are off to it shortly. I know that's all confusing with the, the time change, but yeah. we're off to that shortly. We we already went by the time you're watching this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to dive into Logan Cooley. I'm going to dive a little more into the state of Australian hockey. We're, we're hoping to do a little more on the, the pro side, both of us, video and in, in story form. And then, of course, we have the games at Rod Laver this weekend. So it's it's been packed. Like we thought we were going to literally gonna have this a- morning. We were like, "Oh, it's right. a chill day," because yeah. we were both nope. working last night until 10 p.m. Thought, oh, all there is is practice. Yep. No. Nope. Just not anymore. Just but that's okay. That's why we're here. Yep. Exactly. We're here for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we can rest when we get home, Craig. That's right. We can rest when we get home, and on the way home from the airport, I'm stopping by Circle K mm-hmm. to pick up some snacks, maybe a drink. Um, I'm gonna need an probably need an energy drink that day. I'm not necessarily an energy drink drinker, but I know they have them what at Circle K. They do. I hear they don't sweat. Yeah, the cups don't sweat. Can't remember where I heard that. They but, also yeah, fit in your cup yeah. holder perfectly. There it is. Just saying. Just saying. Um, Circle K is they're everywhere, at least in the U.S. They're all over. They're super consistent. That's what I love about it. And I love right now because I just joined the Inner Circle, which is the new free membership program. Circle K has you can join it for free and save twenty five cents per gallon on your first five fill ups. And the best part is you claim that and you think, okay, well now I want to go to Circle K every time I need to get gas. It's like around the corner from you, I promise. Um, so join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. All right. Well, last but not least, Craig talked about his stories. Um, had a newsletter go out mm-hmm. this week as well. Um, the newsletter format is super fun. By the way, um, I highly recommend you sign up. It comes right to your inbox. And now you can select which teams you receive newsletters for. So if you just want Coyotes or you want Coyotes and just one other team, mm-hmm. you can do that. It's really fun. And these are only into your inbox. They're not on the website. Um, and they're all really, really fun. Kind of yeah, they're lighter vibes. reads. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you can even insult us and not choose to have the Coyotes delivered to your inbox and choose other teams if you want. It's not like we would take that personally. We might. <laughs> but yes, it's a, what, what it is, is it's a, a, again, first of all, there, it's a lighter read on the Coyotes. That, that's what I'm doing. And that's what all the writers are doing that cover the other beats. But then we'll, we'll give you sort of suggested other places to browse the website, some of the better reads from the week or, or shows. The better shows. Yes. Which I add one in this newsletter. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, and how, how do people? Well, you that? can find it right on our website. Actually, yeah. um, you, you can find it literally right on gophnx.com. I won't read the long URL. The long URL. To, yeah, it's it's basically subscribed to the free PHNX newsletter with dashes in between all the words. Okay. There you go. There you so go. go phnx.com <laughs> backslash subscribe. Just type. Just go there and then stop. in the search bar. Click yes, that's the better way. Newsletter to do it. and you'll there find you it. That's the better way. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. Just uh, and while you're on the website, if you're not already a diehard, become a diehard today. We literally like an hour ago messaged Discord and said we're having Bill Armstrong on the show. Who wants to ask some questions? And we asked Bill Armstrong your questions. Yep. One of the many we try to make, we try to give you value for being a diehard and being in our discord is a huge one. It's super fun. Um, We drop nuggets in there. We can talk hockey or anything else. 
all day long. Great perk. Um, being a diehard also, also gets you 20% off merchandise, 20% off events, a free shirt or hat at sign up and every year after when you renew. Um, so just, again, just it's a great time. It's a great time to become a diehard. You I know what else you can so find on gophnx.com? What? You can find the art of Leah Merrill. Yes. Who is now a photographer. And I'm using Leah shots from here, including this stunning glamour shot of Clayton <laughs> Keller outside a streetcar. And he, he was loving it. Oh, he, you guys know Clayton mm, Keller basking yeah. in the spotlight. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> him. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Celebrity, Mr. Social. Well, thank you. He I'm, was great, though. He was great in front of it. I mean, he, he's he's been an unbelievable yeah. ambassador for the team down yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, and Craig and I have seen a lot of banners promoting this event Yes, here. we have. It's very, very cool. Um, and hello to any Australians watching this, because we seem to have acquired yeah. some new Australian well, for that. listeners and followers. So become a diehard, Australians. Um, we'll make it worth your while. Maybe our post-game right. shows will be at a time that you can watch instead of... Like some people on the right. East Coast. Are... And if you want, you can invite us to come back and stay in your guest house because we really like it here. We do. We do. <laughs> we haven't seen any bugs yet. Any crazy bugs. Just yeah. some fly. Craig, we did yeah. have a seagull stalking us at lunch today. Seriously But that could have us. happened anywhere. It was one table away from it was going to be a confrontation. <laughs> it also did a low yeah. swoop. I had to duck. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Um, I'm so yeah. bummer we did not catch that on camera, but that's okay. Uh, Craig, anything else before we get out of here? No, we, we got to run to our yeah, next we do event because go. it's a busy day. So we'll we'll see you tomorrow. We'll be back at it. You know, every day this week, we'll be bringing you content from Melbourne. Yep, absolutely. And as always, I encourage you to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. That's where you'll find all of our live shows, which we are continuing to debut live at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday, Arizona time, just to try and stay consistent. It's the, the time, like last night when we recorded, everyone would have been asleep. It would not have been worth it to go live, trust me. Um, but yeah, follow along there. And we also have some supplemental content mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel as well. So make sure you check out the Arizona Coyotes playlist on the YouTube channel for all of that and our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes we're putting a ton of stuff on there as well so check it out and of course you can follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan you follow me Ali Amaral and follow Petey give him a shout wherever he is Bristol Connecticut at S. Peters Hockey everybody thanks for following along hit the like button on this video I go back I go back and read the comments I go back and look at the likes we appreciate all of your support everyone sincerely uh, this has been really fun and we hope to make you proud i guess with the content this week so till then cheers as they say here good day and we will see you all tomorrow welcome to another round of drawing board or miro board today we talk brainstorms with ux designer brian let's go first question you thought you'd see everyone's idea in the team brainstorm but you've got a grand total of one Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, right? Because in Miro, the team can add ideas now or later. And with privacy mode, we can keep them anonymous until they're good to share. Correct. Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos, add text, images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course, present my thoughts the way I want. Right again. Now, you're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh! There it is. Drawing board or Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's one. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro Brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.